Welcome to the Restore Yourself podcast. I am your host, Timothy Waterman, a teacher of metaphysics, a channel of universal divine wisdom, and a personal and spiritual breakthrough guide. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I am delighted to bring to you this third interview in the series that I have been referring to as Meet the Channels. Today, I have a phenomenal guest by the name of Julie Wainer, <laughs> and I am just over over the moon, over the sun and the stars. That's how I feel, just over the moon, over the moon with just enthusiasm and delight to, to bring this interview to you today. And I'll give you some background on Julie. And before I do that, I just wanted to take a moment and provide you with an update, <laughs> a fun update that happened right after I published the last interview in this series, which was with Fiona Paul. If you've listened to the interview with Fiona Paul, in that interview, I mention a an experience I had where I channeled an energy called Sovereign Rainbow. And I shared that story with Fiona in the in the interview. I think it was towards the later part of the interview. And she had told me that rainbows are very much aligned with fairy energy. The you know the fairies are very aligned with rainbows because they are showing us such a beautiful spectrum of light. And so the day that I published that interview and sent it off to the world <laughs> for anyone who desires to listen, I kid you not, I think I posted it probably around 1 or 2 p.m. Eastern time, the day that it came out. And after that, I felt the need to rest a little bit because I do put quite a bit of creativity and design into everything that I do for the podcast. So once it was published, it was like, okay, time to take a breather, time to rest and relax a bit. And a few hours later, I was making dinner. I was making dinner and I was actually trimming some roots that had started to sprout out of some potatoes that I was going to make baked potato fries with. So I, I trimmed off these little roots and I opened the porch door and I was just gonna brush off these little these little root shoots <laughs> out into the bushes next to the, the porch. And that afternoon had been very cloudy, very gray, dark gray even, like dark gray clouds pretty much the entire afternoon. That's just what I saw when I looked out the windows. However, when I opened the porch door, to brush off these little potato shoots into the bushes next to the porch, I looked up because there was one part of the sky. It was right in front of my view when I opened the porch door. I didn't really notice it until I opened the porch door and stepped out on the porch a little bit. So I looked up and there was one spot in the sky that had opened up. The clouds had opened up. These dark gray clouds had opened up and I could see the space behind the clouds. And it was what I can only describe as an emerald blue sky. <laughs> this one 
patch of open space. <laughs> the clouds opened up to create this open space. I saw a blue emerald sky behind the clouds. <laughs> and I kid you not, there was a rainbow that I could see going through that open spot with the, you know, the emerald blue in the background. There was actually a rainbow going through that specific spot because it was just ever so lightly raining, ever so lightly raining. And then that one spot in the sky, <laughs> I saw a rainbow and it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. And I stood there in awe because this occurred on the same afternoon <laughs> that I had released that interview with Fiona to the world mentioned the channeling experience with Sovereign Rainbow. She told me how the fairies are very much aligned with rainbows. <laughs> and I don't feel that I had seen a rainbow probably, probably not. The last time I saw a rainbow was probably five months prior or something. That's what I feel to be true. It was probably five months prior that I had seen a rainbow. So <laughs> you cannot make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. <laughs> And I just knew that it was a wink from the fairy energy, <laughs> the fairy realm, the fairy frequency. And I told Fiona, of course, I had to tell Fiona. I reached out and told her what happened. And she said, of course, this is the fairy realm thanking you. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my gosh, you cannot make this stuff up. You can. It's just it's too. It's just it's it's pure magic. It's pure, pure magic, if you ask me. And. As I've lived it, I just continue to be in awe. I continue to be in awe, and so I had to give you a brief update because it was just the most magical thing that I have seen in a while. Then, of course, three days later, something else really magical happened. I, uh, I might tell you that story on another podcast. This story really kept in line with the, the series that I've been doing because it had so much to do with the last interview in the series. So I had to give you that update there. <laughs> Thanks for sharing in my joy as I, as I shared the story with you. And then just a couple other things real quick. So I am now opening up the podcast to donations. And yeah, it's just an option if you ever feel gratitude for listening to any podcast episode it's a uh, it's this podcast is a a contribution of love i do all the behind the scenes for everything on the podcast i do currently i do the editing i create all the graphics for the social media i post to social media so i do everything that's involved with the podcast and even prior to having an interview if i if I feel the need to, I do a pre-interview just to get to know my guest a bit more. So then, then comes the official interview. <laughs> so I'm sure you get the sense that there's a lot that goes into one podcast episode. And it is a contribution of love on my behalf because I just it's my joy to be able to bring this type of elevated information to the world and just get more of these discussions out there. So again, if you ever feel... If it ever feels like your joy to make a gratitude contribution, just know that you can do that. In the show notes, you will find a link where you can make a gratitude donation or a gratitude contribution at the very end of the show notes. So in most episodes, what you'll find in the show notes is a brief description of the episode. If I have a guest, you'll find 
show notes that are dedicated to describing a bio for the guest and then their contact information. After that, you'll find my contact information. So if you ever wanted to connect with me on a deeper level or explore some of the work that I do, I do have links in the show notes where you can apply. You can apply to potentially do some work with me, whether it's a one-to-one channeled call or ongoing transformational work you'll be able to find links in the show notes. And in my portion of the show notes, the show notes that are dedicated to my information, you'll find a link there to apply for either type of one-to-one work with me, if that ever speaks to you or calls to you. And, uh, and then again, if you ever feel inspired to make a donation, that'll always be at the very end of the show notes. So wanted to briefly mention that just so anyone who's listening now or in the future knows that uh yeah that's what the that's the the details of the show notes (laughs) now i'm really 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 it is my sincere pleasure to tell you a little about my background with julie so julie is someone i also met through the sarah landon community Again, Sarah Landon channels a group of ascended master beings by the name of the council. And I remember I would see Julie on certain community calls. Just, I would see her in the community. I'd see her bright, shining face. She'd often be smiling and look very full of life and joy. And so I always, I just began to notice when she was on the calls. And then we became friends on Facebook and I just absolutely adore pretty much everything I've seen <laughs> Julie post on Facebook. In fact, I can't think of anything I've ever seen that I didn't like. I've, I've liked everything I've seen. I'll put it that way. And more than liked it, I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's positive. It's inspiring. It's elevating. It's uplifting. It's full of this zest for life energy and for being all that we can be. And then I've seen her post many, she'll post these excerpts from, you know, these phrases, these channeled phrases that she has brought through in her own channeled work. And I always love seeing these channeled phrases. They're always so perfect exactly when I see them. And so when I felt into who would be the third interview in this series, it just, my heart, my intuition was like, it's Julie. It's Julie. So I reached out. <laughs> I mentioned the, the potential and the possibility to her. And we had uh, a pre-interview chat where we just talked about the possibility. It felt really good on both sides of the equation. And so we said, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and of course, I was just, again, over the moon because I just really appreciate the energy that I continue to see Julie show up with on Facebook. It's She's a very bright, bright light in this world, and I'm so thankful to know of her presence in the world and just see what she contributes to, you know, a platform like Facebook. So, so yeah, that's a bit of my, that's a bit of my background with Julie. Again, you'll find a bio for her in the show notes and her contact information in the show notes if you'd like to know more about her or maybe connect with her further after hearing this interview. And I will say that you are going to hear (laughs) what it's like 
for Julie to channel. She she was gracious enough to channel live on the interview call that we had. I brought some what I call big picture questions to the table that speak to how we can, from the non-physical perspective, how we can make the most of our lives, <laughs> how we can be powerful creators. And uh, a lot of it has to do with my understanding of how we can be powerful creators. And so I I used the, the information that I've learned on my path thus far to, to bring what I consider to be very powerful questions to the table. And you'll hear the responses from Julie's guides, <laughs> from her higher self energy. And when I heard the responses, I was, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, of course, they just were the best answers. They were the best answers I could have ever hoped for in that moment. And so, yeah, you'll get an actual, you'll get an actual real taste of what it's like to experience Julie as a channel. So just know that that is coming up. I believe that's in the middle to the end part of the interview, so the second half, if you will. So I would say you have that to look forward to. I've already listened back to it a couple times now. I actually wanted to listen to it, that channeled portion, immediately the day after that we recorded. I wanted, I wanted to listen to it again because I just, I really felt the energy that Julie brought through. And then I, I've just heard it for a third time when I had done a bit of a a bit of editing on this episode earlier today. And I know I'm going to listen to that channel portion, of course, many more times because just, I, I really, again, I really admire the the, the channeled energy that, that Julie brings through. So again, you have that to look forward to. Without further ado, let's go ahead and play this interview. As always, it is my sincere hope that you enjoy every moment. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Julie. I am so, so enthused, (laughs) delighted, uh, over the moon to have you here today with me. Thank you oh so much for being here on the podcast today. Well, thank you, Timothy. I'm honored to be here. This is going to be really fun. I'm really excited to see what we can co-create together. Likewise, likewise. Well, this is the third episode in a series that I have been referring to as Meet the Channels. And people that have been listening already have an idea of what channeling is. They've heard from some other amazing channels. And so I'm feeling like let's jump right in (laughs) and get to explore a little bit of your background. The first one being, what does channeling mean to you? What does channeling mean to me? Channeling First of all, just the label of channel. If you had told me a few years ago that I would personally be channeling, I would have thought you were crazy. I have been involved with law of attraction and metaphysics since The Secret came out in 2006. And when I first saw Abraham Hicks and I have followed them for for all of these years. And they've always said that everybody has their own Abraham, you know, their, and their own connection. And I've always believed that, but I always was, I was just so intrigued with Abraham's messages and I was able to 
whenever I'd get together with friends or anything, I was able to almost verbatim pull up an old episode or recording in my mind and discuss this with whomever asked me a question. And little did I know, I was actually channeling myself. And I just thought I had a really good memory. So that's kind of how it got started. And then a few years ago, I was working with an intuitive life coach who also worked with the teachings of Abraham. And he actually led me to the Mike Dooley teachings with Sarah Landon. And they were teaching people how to channel. And the first thing that Sarah said was, if you've ever followed a channel or you're interested in channeled messages, you are actually channeling because you have drawn that message to you. And that really triggered something inside me. And I knew I was on the right track. So it turned into automatic writing, which was very simple for me, which then turned into too much information coming through to write. So it turned into verbal channeling and then it it's just blossomed into this wonderful thing where as far as what channeling means to me now, it's this um, incredible relationship with my higher self. And it's the relationship that I was always searching for and didn't know it. You know, I was always searching for the next business partner or the next friendship or the next, you know, fun thing to do. And they were here the whole time. And that's the message that they've always said. They're always right here. But anyway, so I think as far as what channeling means to me, it's just that unconditional love from source energy. Amazing. I love that. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. higher self, the that higher intelligence in the universe that comes from unconditional love. That's uh it's kind of how it always lands for me. It's like so many of us sense that there is something greater, wiser that we can't see. And it's been called a lot of names throughout the uh, the story of Earth. And, and yeah, nowadays, many of us are saying higher self or the universe. It's just, again, just embracing that unseen connection that's there to guide us, that's there to welcome us back into the arms of love <laughs> yeah. so yeah. that we can have a really amazing life. That's how uh, higher self lands for me. Uh, How do you feel about that? Exactly that. Exactly that. The words, the labels, it doesn't matter. It's that's just what it is. It's just that knowing that knowing and that safety and protection and just love. It's just pure love, pure joy, bliss. Yes. Bliss and (laughs) euphoria and ecstasy and all the good things. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm curious, how has your life shifted since you have been interested in channeling and of course now uh, as you already described you channel for yourself and and you do channel for others now as a, a verbal channel and yeah I'm just that's just coming to me in the moment how has your life changed since you have studied channeling begun channeling for yourself and, and now others it has gotten easier it has it really just takes the pressure off of yourself when you, again, you know that it is meant to be easy. It is meant to be fun. And just knowing that I have that knowledge or the the ability to draw in that knowledge at any moment, it it's life-changing and anybody can do it, you know? And so, but as far as once I, once I found 
the law of attraction and the secret and Abraham, my life changed tremendously at that point too. In 2006, I was able to manifest a job. I was able to manifest actually that turned into a business and cars and houses and all the great stuff that everybody's really looking to manifest. But this is so different because it's not necessarily about the stuff. It's about the feelings and the connection and just that sense of well-being and trust that puts it all at a different level. So, and it's something that until I personally experienced it, I'd heard about it and I, you know, I was always interested in, obviously I was studying it. That's what I was trying to achieve. And now that I get it, I really, really get it. It's just, it's, it's a completely different level. Yeah. I always like to hear people describe in their own words, especially those who are uh, channeling for themselves, yeah, what it's meant to their life, because <laughs> that's that's the idea, right? Is that it's here to serve us and allow our lives to become more than maybe we ever thought they could be, and uh, just brings us into more possibility, potential, and like you said, the well-being, the enjoyment, the fun, the zest, or other words that are coming to me that we can experience in life if we're open to to those invitations what i often refer to as the the highest offers on the table <laughs> i'm also curious this is coming to me in the moment so recently i heard a statement that really expanded and opened up my whole experience of reality cuz again as you mentioned well i'll just get really specific so one of the things that i've learned about channeling is that we're always actually channeling to ourselves. It's a matter of what questions we're asking, what we're curious about. Because as we ask questions within ourselves, whether it's our head or our heart or out loud to the sky, the questions that we are asking are actually summoning information. And I've just noticed how <laughs> things are always showing up the more that I pay attention. And so one phrase I recently heard was from a, a teacher named Matthias de Stefano, a metaphysical spiritual teacher named Matthias de Stefano. And the way he put it on another podcast, this was on the, the Aubrey Marcus podcast, he said, this is not the reality and I'm living in it. He said, I am the reality. <laughs> and so everything and the way this has landed for me is that everything every that's everything that surrounds us and this is a teaching that comes from the council and that comes through Sarah Landon is that our entire reality everything our entire life experience is an extension of our energy of our consciousness so it's all us it's all a part of us and so I just see more clearly than ever how everything in my personal reality, what I see with my eyes, the day-to-day -day that I interact with, with my, <laughs> with my body, with this avatar for this life, the whole entire thing is set up to communicate with me, to help guide me, to help present me answers to the questions that I am asking. And <laughs> As I've begun to really experience my day-to-day -day like that, it's been like, holy cow, this thing is set up to be so fun and interesting and enjoyable. How does that land for you that 
that our entire reality, everything we see is all a part of us and it's all meant to interact with us, inform us, guide us. How do you feel about that? Absolutely. Exactly. It's exactly that. And when you get really good at it and when I say really good at it, when you really are paying attention, you're going to get the answers or the solutions even before the situation or the problem arises. And sometimes you can just totally negate the whole problem to begin with. Like it never even happens because you've almost rewritten it in advance, if that makes sense. But yeah, when you get, when you really understand it and I can look back on parts of my life when I didn't realize what I was doing and I can see exactly where, oh, well, I can see exactly why that happened, but I can also see, well, look, they tried to show you, they tried, here's your off ramp. You could have taken that route and you didn't. And now it's like, I am so, I feel like I'm so finely tuned into it. And it's not, again, it's not every single day. It's not every minute of every day. It's a practice. It's, it's definitely something we have to work on, but it's fun. It's definitely, it's, it's, and and the, it gets easier as we go along, but absolutely everything is just working so beautifully. I don't want to say mirac- miraculously because there's no miracles. It's all we're, we're supposed to expect this. One of the messages I got the other day was because I came from the other side of town, complete other side of town, which would normally take with all the lights, maybe 10 to 15 minutes, may, more clo- closer to 15 probably. And I looked, I don't even know why, but I looked at the clock and I got home and I hit every single green light. And I, and people say that all the time, but I mean, this is a really, it's a long way. It took me four minutes to get home. And so I come home and I called my best friend. I'm like, you're not going to believe it. I came all the way from blah, blah, blah to home and four minutes. And the next day they gave me the message. Like, we appreciate the acknowledgement. That's great. And we, we understand that you like it, but it's not that big of a deal. This is the stuff that we can do for you all the time. Quit making such a big deal out of it. These aren't miracles. This is how life is supposed to be. So just in other words, stop. So they told me to stop making such a big deal. So what I should have said is, oh, I had such a fun day. Yeah, I made it home in four minutes, you know, but just again, not, it's not this big, big deal. And I don't know, it's just, it's really fun. It's just really fun when you really start to pay attention and plug into it all. Yeah, actually, I was just going to hit on the pay attention note, but real quick, just Mm -hmm. for context, when you say we, that's how you're referring, you call them your guides. Is that correct? My guides. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Your guides on the non-physical side. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because everybody's, everybody around me now is used to we, you know, and sometimes I'll just be talking to a stranger and they'll, oh, they said this and, and who, who who are you talking about? So it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's become a lot more natural now, you know, when, when we all kind of took this class and started channeling, it was one of those things where like you had to, you felt like you could only talk to certain people about it. And you, and anyway, when I was a couple months ago, I was out with a friend and I was talking about an event we were having and I was just blurting it all out. Like, they said this and they said that and everybody was listening and I didn't care. And I thought, okay, I finally, I crossed through that barrier. So yeah. And that's a good place to be too, where you just, it's so natural now. And I think people are really ready for that and they're waking up and yeah, it's, it's not going to be so unusual anymore. I don't think moving forward. So 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. And that's one of the reasons that I felt inspired. I, I mean, this series on the podcast was something that felt inspired from from my higher self, my my wisdom on the my wisdom and guidance on the non-physical side. And it was to help channeling be seen as something normal and natural. That's what felt exciting to me. Wouldn't it be fun to help channeling be seen as normal and natural? Because it is. <laughs> it is. So that was part of the inspiration. And one one more note I just want to uh, uh, touch on in regards to what we've just been speaking about is that it's all about paying attention, right? That's why the eternal teaching is be here now, because if we're distracted and we can easily be distracted in our head in so many ways, like not present at all. And what I've noticed is that the guidance is in the present moment. It's like, it can come from any direction. It can be a little rainbow shimmer on the counter for me. And when I pay attention to the rainbow shimmer, I hear my guides, my higher self. And they're like, hey, just a reminder that today can be fun and magical if you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, even like I'll I'll stub my toe or something and, and I've, I've given them permission to, you know, bump me, Not, nothing nothing dramatic, but just bump me if I need to slow down or, and so sometimes I just, I know what it means. Like I'll just in just intuitively know like, okay, I'm either going in the wrong direction or just slow down. Or one day I was driving and I went to this place that I go all the time. I mean, it's just routine. And I went through three detours. I literally had to make three U-turns. I'm like, something in my life, I'm going in the wrong direction. I need to pay attention. And I just went home and sat with it and I figured it out. It's like, okay, I get it. I get it. I got it. So yeah, there's no coincidences. It's, it's all, yeah, we're just supposed to pay attention. Yeah. I mean, those two, again, I just see it from every direction now it's, and it's always in the present moment. That's why I'm seeing more than ever that the eternal teaching is be here now because our reality that exists in the present moment does want to communicate and help guide us if we're open to it, if we're calling it in, if we're inviting it, and does want to be here and help guide us if we're here and paying attention <laughs> and being present to what it's offering. So yeah, I get so many fun ones, but then yeah, I also so slow down. I got a specific quote around that uh, in January, but I've been feeling the importance of slowing down since December, since early December. The code that I got in January was in the slowing down and living one's life in balance. There's just more, more, more to experience, more richness to life is what I just felt was the other part of it. Like just more richness, more fun, more enjoyment when you're slowing down and living your life in balance. And so, yeah, ever since then, that's been my practice is to slow down and I'm doing more and more stuff that I love all the time. And I still see how sometimes I still am rushing throughout my day. So it's funny that you said stub your toe because just yesterday I was running up this set of stairs. They're wooden stairs. They come from the basement. And as I was running up, I stubbed my toe on one of the wooden steps. And immediately I thought, oh, that's my little nudge to slow down. Yeah. 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 Yes. And I'm always grateful for those. You know, I'm not, it's like, okay, I, I get it. And sometimes it's just comical you know sometimes you just have to laugh because 
they 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 have fun with us too. I mean, they really do. They they love to see us in certain situations, and you know, it's it's you just have to laugh and enjoy it all. You got to enjoy all of it. Yeah, and it's 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 those nudges are for good reason. It's like yeah, yeah. slow down so that eventually you don't you're not going so fast that you actually trip and you know fall on your face. It's like they want to get our attention before. Actually, another code that I got was life is set up with checks and balances. So it's like when it's too far out of balance, a checkpoint will show up to invite us back into balance. And so it's like they do want to catch us before we fall flat on our face. So that's why it's more like, oh, I just stubbed my toe. It's like that's kind of like the if we're not feeling in our intuition slow down and we're not, well, chances are it's probably in our intuition first, but are we listening? So if if it's in our intuition, we're not listening, then it's like, okay, well, now let's have them stub their toe because like that's the next level of slow down because they don't want to see us fall on our face. It's just, you know, so it's like, it's just nudges to be like, hey, we're we're, we're trying to get your attention. We we, we don't want you to, (laughs) we don't want you to spin out, you know? Yeah. And the nudges will get bigger if we don't pay attention, they, you know, they'll, so they'll, they'll keep nudging. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're better off just to hear it the first time if possible. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. I love that this has come up. It's so, so, so important to, to pay attention to our present moment reality because there's so much guidance there. And uh, in just a few moments, I'm going to invite Julie to channel for us. I have some exciting questions mm-hmm. to ask. But before that, just uh, just wanted to ask you, Julie, if people have been listening to this series and they're listening to this interview and they're asking the question like, OK, I've heard a bit about channeling now. And based on what Julie and Tim are talking about, actually, it sounds really helpful that uh, my reality wants to guide me all the time if I let it. <laughs> And they're wondering, well, how would I start channeling for myself? Because again, my my truth that feels good in my heart is that we all have access to the same kind of universal, divine, ever-present, ever-loving guidance if we're willing to open up to it. That's what feels good for me. So if people are listening and they want to be open to this higher self connection or universal connection, or maybe some people still like to call it God, whatever feels good for each individual. Like, okay, well, I want to be able to channel for myself. What are a few things that you might offer if people want to cultivate more of this higher wisdom, higher intelligence connection in their life? Well, what I initially learned in the art of channeling class with Mike Dooley and Sarah Landon was to do the automatic writing. And what that is, is you sit down and you take three deep breaths. And as you're breathing, you go from your head and into your heart and just be, and just take some time and just start writing, writing, just write some words and see what, see what happens. And for me, it was pretty, it was pretty instantaneous. It was, it, I, I started getting messages in the beginning. It's mostly because you feel like you're making it up in the beginning, it's, this is real. Trust us. We love you. We adore you. We're here. That's really kind of the basics. And you can sit down and say, you know, we were taught, what does my soul want me to know? Or what does this want me to know? What does this, you know? And so what we were doing, and then we also had a buddy. And so we would share the information. But what I learned pretty quickly is if you keep asking the same question, you're going to keep getting the same answer. 
But what I did, which it seems to be unique to me, because I don't, I've talked to a lot of people that didn't necessarily do this. So I would write it out and then I would go instantly because my writing got a little messy at the end because you're just writing. You're, you're not paying attention. You're not really even there. You're just writing. I would instantly read it back on my phone and record it. And then I personally would send it out to five people that knew that I was taking this class. And then I would also transcribe it and have a written version of it as well. And I would go back and listen to it multiple times. And so at this point in time, I've got hours, I mean, probably over 15 hours worth of snippets of, of sound bites of messages. And I've got a book that's huge, that's full of messages. And they've told me everything you'll ever need to know for the rest of your life is in this book. Keep writing, keep doing it, keep channeling. But if you ever need, just go back through the book and look at it and you'll find the answers that you need. So a lot of people will do this work, they will write it out, but they're not necessarily going back and referring to the information again. Those messages are for you. That's what they're there for. And so it's important to revisit that. Another thing that's important is, again, have that channeling buddy. I think that's really important. And then once you do start to verbal channel, if that if that's where it takes you, some people go into light language, some people go in other different directions. For me, it was a very natural progression, just because my writing, they told me specifically, they were going fast that I would I get blocks of thought that come to me. And trying to write blocks of thought, it gets rough at the end, you know, you're, you're really trying to write fast. So they said you have to start verbal channeling. So that was an easy transition. But when you do start to verbal channel, you just need to trust it. It's really about trusting it and know that you're not necessarily, you're not making it up, even though you feel like you are, you're not making it up and the messages are always there for you. So yeah, that's kind of, that's really what I learned and what that's kind of how I practice it. And I do it every day, either writing or verbal channeling, whatever I feel like. I've also had people send me in the beginning for the verbal channeling, I had people send me questions like written questions specifically to them. And I would sit down, I wouldn't read it. I wouldn't know anything in advance, sit down, read it, then start verbal channeling. I would record it and I would send it to them before I even listened to it. So I didn't even know what was said. I just sent it off to them. And then I would also do the transcribed version and send that too. Cause my guides have always told me when I see a new client, they always say, go back and listen to it multiple times over the next year because you never know what you're going to hear. It's going to hit different every time. And you might come back to it with a problem that has just recently occurred and you weren't, you weren't really ready for the answer when it came through the first time. So that's, that's kind of how I do it. Yeah, that's really important. And something I'd love to hone in on here is that, yeah, I know what you're referring to. What what I refer to it is the the human doubt. And to me, the doubt comes from just different forms of conditioning that we may have received throughout our lifetime. I know in many different cultures, there was this push to really be head dominant, really in our heads, <laughs> just focused on our, our intellect. I like the way Eckhart Tolle distinguishes that we were taught to be very focused on our intellect. <laughs> and my intellect didn't really ever get me where I wanted to go in life. Uh, it was when I started to come down into my heart 
And I learned to trust my heart and my intuition again, that life really began to change in a very meaningful way for me. And so that's what I mean by human doubt. It's just this conditioned, like, can you really listen to your heart? Because a lot of the survival energy, because there's, you know, there's a lot of survival patterns and programs out there. And to me, those are the ones that tell us to be in our head and like only really depend on our intellect. That's just the way it's always kind of shown up for me, the way I've noticed the patterns. And so in the beginning for me with automatic writing, there was this, oh, can I really trust what's coming from my heart? Because it feels very easy. It feels very simple and it's overwhelmingly good and full of love. And when I was comparing that energy to what my intellect had learned from societal patterns for decades, it was, yeah, it was this moment of like, can I really trust this? And that was more so with the writing. I actually started channeling, verbal channeling came first for me and it came in different kinds of sacred ceremonies like cacao ceremonies and, and certain plant medicine ceremonies, just those ceremonies would take me into a very elevated state. My energy would raise to a very high level and just channeling would just start coming out of my mouth <laughs> from my heart. Mm -hmm. So I was familiar with channeling because of what had what I had invited in in those ceremonies. When I sat down to do the writing, though, it was interesting that I was like, oh, like, yeah, like, is this like you said, is this really real? And I remember how Sarah did touch upon that in the, the Art of Channeling, because I took that course as well. And I, I remember, I'm pretty sure she also said, once you write it, just set it aside for a little bit if you need to. And I know you you spoke to this as well. And I'm just re-emphasizing because it really was a big part of my process with the writing. Because the Art of Channeling, what that did for me is that it was a confidence booster because I had channeled in a lot of ceremonies three or four years prior to the art of channeling. What was really cool is that after a ceremony where I had an um, just incredibly powerful trance channel happen after that and the feedback I got from that channel, because there was a bunch of other people in the room, the next day I said, okay, this is a gift. <laughs> this is a gift for my soul, the ability to channel, and I want to bring this into everyday life. Like, I want to bring this into everyday life, not just ceremony, everyday life and use this more. And I said that to myself, to my heart, to the universe. And two to three days later, I got an email in my inbox and it was from notes from the universe, you know, which is created by Mike Dooley. And it said, join me for a new co-led course. My guest is Sarah Landon and it's called The Art of Channeling. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like you can't make this stuff up like three days yep. after I said okay I've done this so many times in ceremony I want to do this in everyday life and then three days later the art of channeling shows up in my ear <laughs> yep yep and uh but yeah I remember with the writing because I haven't I hadn't really approached it with writing so when I sat down with writing there was some of that what I call human doubt and because Sarah had said just set it down if you need to she talked about give it to somebody else, like your partner or a family member who might be open-minded and have them read it aloud to you, back to you. That was one thing that she mentioned, yeah. or just set it aside and come back to it later. And I remember I also heard Sonia Choquette speak about how she tells people to set it aside for 10 days, come back to it. Because by that point, 
I was no longer in my head. I was no longer in doubt. I was in a much different space. And I'm not kidding. If I put it down and came back 10 laters, I would read it. And then my mind would be like, I wrote this. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can, I love it now because I'm more than a year in, so I can go to a year ago today and read it. And it's, it's, it's phenomenal. It's like, who wrote that? It's really, it's so fun. It's so fun, you know? And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Another thing before we move on from that, another thing that we were, you and I were both taught in that class is you have to give them permission, give them permission to come through. That's huge. So just wanted to remind you of that. Yeah. Yeah. Whether we want to call it our guides or a higher self, mm -hmm. I actually, one way it came through to me is that you can also ask, what does love want to tell me? Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you, if you're, if you're feeling unsure about saying, what does my soul want to tell me was my higher self? If those terms, they don't feel exactly comfortable in your body yet. It can be as simple as what does love want to tell me? And just, you know, ask love to speak to you. And what does love have to say? It can be, because again, the idea is simple, 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 simple. Or I would say the approach that's always been shown to me is simple, 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 simple. Just can you connect with your heart? Are you open to what your heart has to say? And again, the truth that feels good to me is that everything comes from the energy of love. And so if we want to hear what love has to say, love is going to have some really powerful, important, and amazing things to say. So I just wanted to offer that up as an option too. It can just be, what does love want to tell me today? You know, if if that feels more comfortable for you right. at this time. <laughs> yeah. And another thing is if you have been following a channel, if you've been listening to the council or Abraham or Bashar or anybody, and they've got those catchphrases that you're so familiar with, don't be shocked if those come out and because that's your vernacular, that's what you're used to. And it's all the same message at the end of the day. It's all coming from the same place because we're all, we are all one. So don't get to, that's where I was really getting tripped up in the beginning too. It's like, oh, this just sounds like counsel. It sounds like Abraham. It sounds, you know, but it's, and I've, I've eased into that and I understand that now a lot more and I'm more comfortable with that, but yeah, don't be, and don't judge yourself. Don't judge yourself. Take it easy. Cause it's, it's, it's just fun. It's just fun. Just have fun with it. Yeah, so important, so important. I've heard Sarah say, because I've heard, uh, you know, I've been in communities where people have asked, well, a lot of it sounds so familiar. It sounds like a lot of us are writing things that kind of sound the same. And I remember Sarah saying, source energy is source energy is source energy. We're all connected to the same source. So <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of it is going to sound familiar because we're all connected to the same source. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget when I when I first started, I sent it, I sent one of my writings to my channeling buddy. And it was one of those things that was kind of last minute, right before our weekly call with the council. And it said, it made some reference to newborn babies as they come forth. And I thought, well, that's an odd thing to talk about, but they were talking about that to, to the girl that I sent the message to. And first thing the council said, they started talking about newborn babies when they come forth. And I texted her during the call. I'm like, thank God, I sent that to you first. So you know that came from me because you would have thought I was making that up. But it's that's so fun when those little synchronicities start to happen. 
Oh, and it just, it solidifies it for you and just makes it so real. That's, that's where the magic is. That's really fun. Yeah, because when we open up to this higher connection, again, whatever each person wants to call it for them, but when we open up to this higher connection, which to me at the end of the day is that universal, ever-present, all-knowing love, that love energy, yeah, for me, I've seen how the synchronicities all show up to help us trust this connection. The synchronicities are like, yeah, you're opening up, you're allowing the love in, you're allowing the universal wisdom in. You're interested in your life becoming easier and more fun and more playful and more enjoyable. And so the synchronicities show up in our outward reality a lot of the time to tell us like, yeah, yeah, you're opening up. This is real. You can trust it. And I hear it all the time, too, that we just scratched the surface. Like this is just the beginning and just enjoy it. Enjoy it all because it's going to be fun. So I'm sure you've heard that, too. That's the way it feels for sure, especially, I mean, every single day that goes by, I mean, yesterday I was at the zoo and let me tell you, being this aware of reality and this aware of the ever-present love that just is and that creates all worlds, that creates this world, that creates us, from that level of awareness, going to the zoo, it's like it took my breath away because Another thing that's come through in my journey is that feeling is actually the ultimate language. Thus far, where we are on earth right now, we heavily rely on language and language can be misunderstood. It can be taken so many different ways, whereas feeling, the feeling level, which we often refer to as intuition, is straight to the point. It doesn't, it's not confusing in my experience. It's just clear. So the the phrase that I once heard, I think I might have, I probably said it on the podcast before, is that feeling, feeling, so I want to emphasize feeling is seeing and seeing is knowing. And what that means to me is the more that we learn to trust our feeling sense about the world, things just begin to become clear. And so going to the zoo, I could feel the source. I could feel love. I could feel the beauty just in all these various life forms. And I felt connected to all of them too. I was one with the lioness. I was one with the wolves. And going out into the world in that way, feeling so connected, feeling the the play of the universe. Yeah, my, my current level of feeling is like, holy cow, this thing is opening up and it is just going to blow my mind. <laughs> What's Whatever is going to happen next, it's just going to like knock my human over and I'm just going to be like on the ground be like, I love life. Yeah, yeah. And when you, the zoo is just something so special to me too. And obviously the animals, it's just, it's incredible. But also if you notice the little ones, the babies, not even, not even the toddlers, but like the babies and their connection with the animals. That's incredible right there. Cause they haven't forgotten yet. They're, they're still right there. And it's, that's fun to watch. That's that for me, that's where the magic is to watch those, that interaction. Yeah. I was actually there with most of my nieces and nephews. So I did get to partake in witness, witnessing that as well. So Yes, it was it was very special just to see their reactions and they were in awe too. They were mesmerized as mm-hmm. well. So so yeah, yeah, I love that you love that you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm feeling, I mean, the energy feels so amazing right now. And how are you feeling? Would you, would you like, would you like to invite your guides in and we can uh, of course. bring sure. a few questions to the table? Play a little bit. Sure. Sure. Yeah, okay. Let's see what they have to say today. All right. Okay. Just give me a couple seconds. I'm just going to take a couple deep breaths and they'll be here. We are here. We are so excited to be here today. This is so fun. We love this energy. Thank you so much for inviting us in. What a fun, fun, fun dialogue. We love all of this that you've been talking about. We love the messages that you're sending out. We love the podcasts. We love this whole this whole dialogue we are so happy for for both of you but for also the audience the audience that will be seeing this and hearing this we are so pleased and we have many many things to say but we encourage all of you that are listening to please try please try to connect in the way that these humans have tried to tell you today it is such a remarkable thing for us when we are able to communicate. However, the communication comes through for you, you're not going to get this wrong. Just sit and listen, listen to your heart, listen to the love that is flowing to you at all times, because we are always right here for you. We are never far away. Just ask us to come in and we will be there. Whether you decide to write or verbal channel or do meditation or just get out in nature or be with the animals, anything that you can do to feel closer to us, we appreciate. We always appreciate that. So we know you have some questions. Well, thank you so much. Such an honor. And I just want to mention to the audience real quick, just I would just ask, how do you feel in your body right now, having just heard what came through Julie, the energy that just came through Julie? I, I'll just say for me, the second that Julie opened up to receive her higher self connection, to really focus on that connection, I felt this amazing warm energy in my body from head to toe, warm, tingly, alive. I, you know, I call them the chills, which to me are confirmation. It's that feeling level saying, <laughs> this is magical. This is life. This is love. Pay attention, essentially. So that's how I felt my body when Julie just went into the channeled state. So just wanted to invite you. How do you feel? How do you feel in your body? And I would just say, take note. Take note is what I would offer. So having said that, thank you again so much to the guides for being here. And what I'm excited to, to hear your perspective on is that I feel that there is this amazing opening of, <laughs> of how we can all exist on earth. I mean, I know it's always been here and I feel so many of us are really beginning to see it more clearly and beginning to grasp it and to be very specific. So Many of us learned growing up that if we wanted to create something in our lives, we would have to pound the pavement, so to say. We would have to force, effort, struggle, kind of 
grind and, and a lot of energy that feels pretty heavy and it feels like struggle. You know, it, it tends to wear us out and exhaust us. So a lot of us are familiar with that approach because it has been taught from many angles. And I feel that so many of us are remembering how easy and effortless <laughs> creation and creating a life beyond our wildest dreams is meant to be. And so, yeah, I'd just love to hear anything that you have to offer on allowing ourselves to create here on earth with our human vessels to create a life in the most easy, effortless, harmonious way. Those are words that come from the council uh, channeled by Sarah Landon. And I'm just, what would you have to say to anyone who's listening, who just is ready for their life to feel easy and is just ready to give up the idea that, that life has to be a struggle? You forgot one. You forgot no pain, no gain, right? <laughs> no, we, you, we, you know better. You know better. And we've been saying this for quite a while now. It's not a matter of working hard. Now, not to say that you can sit on your couch and it's going to rain money all around you. No, we want you to find the joy, find what lights you up and connect with that energy and let that energy lead the way. And you have to just trust that it will all unfold perfectly. Envision your life the way you want it to be and talk about your life the way you want it to be and watch how the energy will just start to match it. It's, it's that lack mentality that gets in the way. It's that fake it till you make it, or just that working hard. And we understand where that comes from. The, the little ones, when they come forward and they start to whine and cry and they're taught immediately that you can't have it all. You can't have everything you want. And throwing your tantrums isn't going to get you very far. And they're just, of, of course, well-meaning, well-meaning loved ones, well-meaning adults because they've already gone through the process where they have forgotten their own power. Your power is in your alignment and the alignment comes from the vibration that you're sending out. You've got to have that mental ability to focus, focus on your end result and watch what happens when you just let it go. Trust that it's coming and just let all of it go. Let the efforting go and look for the things that bring you joy and watch how the doors will start to open. The two of you here today have just talked about that, how the doors are opening and how much fun you're having. You're not sitting here talking about your financial gain. You're talking about your joy. You're talking about your excitement. And that's where the magic begins. That's why this conversation is happening right now, because people are ready to hear this. People intuitively know that life is supposed to be fun. Life is supposed to be joyful and easy, and it's supposed to just come naturally. And eventually, your human species will get there. It will take time, but you are getting there. You are in the middle of a huge awakening right now there is so much magic happening on your planet right now and we are so excited for you does that make sense 
Yes, yes, very much so. And and thank you for that. And to continue this this conversation that we're having, another distinction that I would just love to hear anything you have to offer is that to me, what feels like a big part of the opening up is to realize that, again, many of us were taught that we I kind of felt, especially for me, like our dreams were all on our shoulders. And that's why I was told, and and I know that others were told that we had to make it happen, that we did have to force an effort and even struggle to finally get where we wanted to be. And what has shifted in my understanding is that actually we're here to learn how to allow the universe to serve us because it makes sense to me that the universe, that higher source, is what planted the dream in my heart anyways. And the fun of it is allowing the universe to be in play with me and to serve me for the fruition of the dreams and what feels even exciting beyond the dreams. And so to me, it feels like the fun is opening up to allow the universe to be in service to my life, my existence, my dreams. So to me, the key is to be open and to allow so that energy has space to move in. And another thing that I've just really become clear is to not have an insistence on the way that I believe things should go because my human insistence keeps me from allowing the universe to serve in ways that will go beyond any kind of outcome that my mind could actually conjure up, if you will. So again, just anything you have to offer on the the importance of allowing ourselves to open up and for life to be a play, for the universe to to serve us in our life. Anything you'd like to, to add on that note? Yes, you, you, you nailed it right there when you said, if you hadn't had those dreams, they, those dreams are there for a reason. Those dreams are there because you are meant to achieve them. Now, to back it up a little bit, when you were growing up and you see other people going to college and getting their degrees and becoming these high paid attorneys or doctors or or anything that they chose to be you have to remember too the element of expectation is huge when someone puts in the work and expects it to happen because they've put in the work it can happen that way too it's just that is the very that's a long way around that is trying to pound it into place as you said before when if you just expect it to begin with and leave out all of the hard work and again have the work be the fun part let the fun be the work, you're going to get there as well. So there's just, there was just that little element, I don't, which you said there, it's just, it was, it, it hit us in a different way. So we just wanted to clear that up a little bit. Yeah, no, no problem. Thank you for doing so. Uh, and I love that, you know, it's, it's what we refer to as the work. It's like things are still getting done things are being created and that's that's what i see in my life things are still very much being created and things that are of service things that are contributions it's that the big change has been is that i have followed my joy i've 
I'm making the contributions that are most exciting and fun for me to make. An example of which is this podcast, having this conversation. And already people have been reaching out and telling me how much they're loving these conversations and they're so thankful to have them. And so, yeah, just to add to your distinction, it's, yeah, I mean, I, it's not about just sitting on the couch all day. It's about moving into, for me, it's been moving into the energy of what makes me feel most alive. If I'm going to create something, if I'm going to contribute something, what is the most exciting thing for me to contribute? And it's all kinds of things for me. It's elevating videos with powerful messages that I post on social media. It's, again, conversations like this. It's writing blog posts or a Facebook post from my heart, the the one-to-one channel sessions that I offer for people. So in my life, there's all kinds of contributions that are being made that are in service to others and more and more all the time. They are the contributions that I feel so alive when I sit down to create them (laughs) or co-create them because, you know, this interview is co-created. And so to me, that is where life has become so much more interesting and so much more enjoyable when I allow the, the work, the quote unquote work, so to say, (laughs) to become the, the playful creativity and the enjoyable contributions. That is the, the shift I've seen in my life. So, uh, so thank you so much for, for clarifying that. And you're always in the moment and you're being present. And that is a huge part of the puzzle as well. You must be present and you must feel that joy and appreciate that joy. And we know you practice so much gratitude, but we just want to remind your audience that you must be grateful and you must be appreciative for all of these moments that are just coming together to create this wonderful, wonderful reality here on your planet. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, because grateful is such an elevate, being grateful is such an elevated place to be. It really, to me and my body, it feels like a very open, expanded energy. And that is also my understanding that so much about so much of what we allow into our life experience, the things that deep down we really want to experience, we more easily allow those experiences into our life when our energy, the energy of our body and the force field of energy around our body was is open, it's expanded, it's in a, a state of feeling good, whether it's love or excitement or ecstasy or bliss, like these very open energetic states, they allow the universe to serve our life experience in, in more powerful ways and more fun ways. And so, yeah, to me, being grateful is allowing our energy to be, to be open and expanded. So, so thank you for reminding us of that. Of course. I think the, the last thing I'll bring to the table is if you might like to speak to us about the gift and the power of our imagination for creation in our lives yeah just anything you want to speak to us about the the gift of our imagination imagination visualization it is so important it is so important the universe doesn't know the difference between your imagination and reality you have to remember when you visualize you are bringing that energy to you 
And we know some of you have heard the term 6D, which is living in your imagination and visualizing, but it's another level. It actually allows you to experience a different reality in your imagination. And you can make the decision to either call that into your, what you call your real reality or your daily reality, or you can leave it in that 6D and play with it there. But you can, the, the imagination is, is everything. It is everything when it comes to creation. This is where you must begin. That's why humans have been doing vision boards and visualization for so long. It is definitely a tool and that's great, but there is a deeper level to it. There's a deeper level to it. And when you experience that and you're able to conjure those visions and those thoughts and actually pull them into your daily routine and into your daily reality, that is where you have mastered your life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I heard you mention 6D, which is another way of speaking about formless creation, which to me is what I experience in my imagination. It's using my imagination as a canvas, using energy to paint in my imagination, which, uh, as you said, again, invites more energy and, you know, invites more of the, the fun and the excitement. So, yeah, to me, it just lands as the imagination is inviting more of that that universal energy in to, to serve us and to delight us in this life. And you will eventually on your planet, humanity will get to the point where there are no more labels for 3D, 4D, 5D, 6D. It's all going to be working together when people start to become realized and understand that it all works together as one entity. There isn't going to be this such a separation between you in physical form and your higher self. It's going to be a connection that will work together and this 6D will no longer be necessary because you're already going to be living in it if that makes sense. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we won't need so many labels or terms to distinguish all of this because we'll have a better understanding of energy and how energy works and how we can summon and play with energy and and use our consciousness to create. So yes. yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yes. yes. Any Any closing words you might have for all of us listening, just on what's really available for us in this life and in each one of our own lives, and then also as a collective, just anything you want to share with us about what's really possible for us in this life? There is nothing too big for you. In, in fact, most humans are not dreaming big enough. They're not seeing the full picture. You have just begun on this journey. And there's so much more for you to uncover and enjoy and experience. So just keep moving forward and just keep enjoying it and enjoy each other and enjoy the moments 
of this co-creation and love, just, just love, just experience the love every day, plug in to the love that's available to you. We are here streaming this to you, well-being and love, just feel it every day and let us work through you so you can express it in your own way and be easy about this. There's nothing serious going on. Just have fun with all of it. Enjoy it. Enjoy each other. And just know that we are always, always right here. We love you. We love you. We love you. Enough for now. Oh, thank you uh, mm. so much to, <laughs> to Julie's guides. Julie's just coming out of the, the channeled state. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. How are mm. you feeling, Julie? Mm. Hot. <laughs> it's hot right now. <laughs> yeah, mm. a lot of a lot of energy mm. flows through. That's been my experience, and I've heard many other channels share that in the in the channeled state, a lot of energy moves through and so we we a lot of us tend to want to hydrate <laughs> when we come yeah. out of channel <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah mm. well thank you again any closing thoughts that you have as julie <laughs> i'm oh you know i'm just so excited for this opportunity and i'm so thankful that you are getting this message out to people and that people are really wanting to know more and they're excited about learning. And I'm just, I'm just excited to see what comes next for all of us. I think it's, I think we're on an incredible path and yeah, I'm just excited to see what comes. So, yeah. So thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your yes. And thank you for sharing guidance from your guides, your higher self today is such an honor, such a gift. And it's my my hope that people can feel the energy as I have. I got so many tingles and chills throughout that uh, that conversation with your guides. Yeah, people are feeling the energy and they're excited to know more about you, just anything more about you. And maybe they're even considering exploring what some channeled work with you might look like. Where's the best place to connect with you? Well, then go to my website. It's juliewainer.com. I'll make sure it's in the show notes so that everyone has easy access to it. So perfect. Thank you. Well, thank you again for being here. I know I keep thank saying you. thank you. I just, I'm so grateful. <laughs> it's been fun. It really has. It's really fun. I, I love working with, with you. This is great. Great. Yeah. Good energy. Well, glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. And uh, if you've been listening to this conversation, if you found value in it, just know that you can always share this with others, whatever platform you're listening to on it. I'm sure there's a way to share a link if you really have been served by it, if you're excited about it and you just want to pass it on. Just know that's an option. Giving the podcast a heartfelt rating also helps just because all of these different podcast platforms are paying attention to how people are using them and if they're rating them and some platforms let you leave a comment. So just know that those are all options if you're excited about this information, this energy, and 
And, you know, if you want to spread it and share, just know it's an option on the table. (laughs) So thank you for listening today. And uh, this has been another episode of the Restore Yourself podcast. And this has been the third episode in the Meet the Channel series. Thank you so much. And until next time, may you be blessed.